Welcome, my lovely people. If you're in the UK, it is a roasting outside. If you're not in the UK, according to our stats, 80% of you are not in the UK. 80? (laughs) Yeah, spread across all the countries, and most of that's in America, so... Is that what, like, do, what do they say? Howdy? Yeehaw! What's 80% <laughs> oh of three people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely yes. took a dip recently, but that was it there. So, if, you, if you're hot like me, and you've got your paddling pool out like I do, and you've got your mesh Wi-Fi set up so you can watch Disney Plus in the back garden like me, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you'll also need a barbecue. Segway. <laughs> Go on, Matt. This was your idea. Oh, he's having a drink. Asking those questions. Come on, Matt. Let's one quickly. Down that it, looks down less it, like down piss. It, down it, down it. Less. It's, it's less, just, week, less pissy it today, isn't it? <laughs> I tried making, before we get onto the barbecue, talking of my drinks, because I, I was going to drink it, but I'm not. I tried, I looked up how to make... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm so self-conscious. I definitely cannot drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up how to make a cold brew coffee because I was like, it's really hot. Oh, yes. I've been messing around with all the, the like the grinding of the beans and stuff and trying to be like oh, grinding of the all, hi- all hipster about the coffee. Name and uh, that sex tape. Grinding of my beans. I've so got I was like, cold brew. Well, because so I was like, I was looking it up because I've always tra- I was like, if you make a hot coffee normally, like if you have an espresso machine, you could you can make a hot coffee and then cool it down, which I guess. Tastes like shit. It, t- it doesn't taste very good for you to do that anyway. <laughs> but even more so because of the way that I'm doing it with the dripping, it would be like, be really watery. I can't, I couldn't add cold water to it because it's already with really... Anyway, so I was like, there must be a do better way. You I looked have at this, a looked French at the press. Brew. I do. Shall I tell you how to do it with a French press? Hacks. Come on. <laughs> Let me tell you it's how not... I did it. Let me tell you how I did it first. Right. You can tell me how wrong that is. Because yeah. I looked it up. This was from this was from Jamie Oliver's website. So if it's wrong, oh, Jamie's such a douchebag. What a belt. <laughs> so <laughs> my so I made it and it tastes amazing. So I'm really happy with it. I want to try this again. But my problem is that it was like do one part coffee to like eight parts water or something like that. But I did it. But I only had a tiny amount of coffee, so it only made like it only made like that much. It would be like that much liquid. He's, he's Less than I have a, in this glass here. Like, so I was like, a, a I was classic like, whiskey tumbler of whiskey. So probably less size. than that. Yeah, yeah, about that. About like that an inch, kind of inch and a bit of water. Is, inch I guess. A, inch and a bit. And so I drank it. And I was like, this tastes amazing. But I just wish it, I, I feel am I supposed to add water to it? I don't really understand. But how do you do it? What are you saying I should do? Sit, sit down, my friend, and I shall. <laughs> um, I'm rubbing my hands and anticipate. Matt, are you saying you just want more? Well, I, yeah, but I don't want to dilute it. I don't want to just add loads of water to what so I've got, and it tastes like water. Basically. My ratio for a really good it's three so three hundred milliliters of water to twenty grams of coffee. Is that the same I, for hot or cold? Do you use the same kind of? Uh, I I mean, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd probably use a lot less water for hot because yeah. I'm making my espresso, but. Um, so, so, so that's instead of the cryptic ratio thing, <laughs> I always hate when they whatever. do that. <laughs> whatever these fractions like, mean. Good yeah. job I didn't pay attention in school. <laughs> eight, eight parts this, the three parts that. It's just, Luke's why? Good at math. Why? Yes, why he bother? did a degree in maths, didn't you? Well, why? <laughs> Every, everyone knows that when it, when someone says 300 milliliters of water and 20 grams of ground coffee, that you, that's it. 
Like you can times that <laughs> easily. Get your calculator out. If I told you it's eight parts of water to three parts thing, does that I'm mean uh, it's bullshit? It's all bullshit. Five times two. <laughs> yeah, plus. that's basically just a formula to apply onto something that you've already been given, right? But if you've not yeah. got your original <laughs> amount, it's like, well, what do I start with? One, one of one of one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I agree, it's confusing. Eight parts. Uh, so whatever 300 divided by eight is, you can work that out for yourself I can now. do my but... own. Figure it out myself. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after that, um, I mean, I've got a proper... I now have a proper uh, um, cold uh, drip thing. Cold drip. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember what the brand is. It's kind of, My mum found it. It's like the a California knockoff brand, but got tons of really great reviews. It's a little bit flimsy, so I'm worried that it'll break one day. But did you say it's got loads of great reviews, and then immediately said it's a little bit flimsy? <laughs> well, what I'd class like four out of five as being a great review. Yeah, yeah. So it's got like those kind of reviews. It feels flimsy, but it's not broke yet. <laughs> um, I guess some things are just flimsy by nature, right? Yeah. So it's because that's got like a tiny tap on it that just drips water. Okay. What I did with a French press because. Uh, if you do it at home, what did Jamie Oliver say? That you have to like get a towel and uh, ice and wrap it up and do some stupid bullshit <laughs> where you let it drip over uh, the no, ground. Well, no, I, well, the way I did it was I added, I combined the coffee and the water in a jug or whatever, and then left it to sit for 18 hours, 12 hours. That's kind of what I was going to say. But, but then yeah. I, uh, to do the filtering bit, because I saw yes. on some websites that this it said is, use yeah. a French press, which I have, but I was a bit worried that it would not filter it out well enough and i'm already doing to... i'm already using the paper filters for the hot coffees that i make so i just poured it through one of those and that seems to work pretty well i what i did when i didn't have one of these majiggers yeah. was just french press took my grounds in in the water um cold water stick it in the fridge and then give that little swizzle swizzle yeah get back to it in the morning yeah and plunger it and drink it so away so do you just put cold water to beans? Kind of. The well, you need to grind them up react a, differently. This was my confusion when I when I did it. I was like, oh, do you just soak the beans or something? No, you just grind up the beans like normal. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not it's not different. Yeah, and but when you do it with a drip, it's cleaner. Whereas when you do it with French press, sometimes you get little crumbly bits. Yeah, that's what I was trying right, to avoid. Yeah. Also, it said on the thing to like grind you... it as coarse as possible but I don't yeah, have a grinder say... at the moment I don't have a control over that <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> it, I don't think it makes a difference how fine or not fine you make it uh, I think the coarser it is on a drip cold press, that makes perfect sense because you want the water to take its time to go through the beans and then it falls down into the like uh, glass thing below but if you're putting it in a press then it's just Basically diluting, it's just dissolving whatever's there for as long as possible. It takes longer in a French press for it to taste any good. Like a whole, a whole night. Whereas with a drip thing, uh, probably a couple of hours. Oh, well, that is a lot of us. I don't mind waiting overnight. Yeah, it depends how... That's effort. Yeah, I tend to, if I remember, <laughs> well, I tend to do it. If you like this and you're like, oh, I want to do it, I think waiting a couple of hours or a bit longer, like you said, probably okay. But if you're like... I really fancy it. Oh yeah, I've got to do prep work. <laughs> got to do it overnight. Cool. Let's. Let, I guess I'm having it tomorrow. It the does taste amazing. It's like it's almost French press. Almost it is really good. Tasting. I always yeah. found French press gave make made my stomach 
not very happy. Even with a cold brew. Yeah, and I think I've... that's because there's like grounds floating around in it. Like I didn't have an expensive French press, so I've never that been really a fan. Not. I've never been a fan of the French press. Pro- yeah, it also I found it didn't make me feel too great. Maybe for the same reason, but it was mm. like also there are pain in the there are pain and there are pain in the ass to clean as well. They're just yes. like full of yeah. grounds, and then you're like, "What am I supposed to do with this? Wash yeah. it." Down my sink. I I put like my grounds uh, in the uh, garden now, and I did that with my strawberries, and they're now six foot tall. So <laughs> it's because you're an eco warrior. Uh, it definitely did make my strawberries grow like crazy balls. Cool. It was good. Did it you really just like throw work. it on top? <laughs> yeah, I was like, take that. <laughs> if it's good enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I just put it in a tub until uh, I had enough that warranted me going outside. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like just putting. Yeah, no, that that does work, but it's not as good as doing it. There's like a load of other ridiculous ways. Like I said, what my favorite one that I saw was you get a towel, you put ice cubes in you in the towel, wrap that up, and then put that above. Your coffee grounds in like um you've got a I forgot what you call it the, the flask one. Uh, I don't, but I know what you mean. All right. Uh, well, people like putting <laughs> putting that good above content. the flask Hashtag one. Good content. It would drip down into that, and then that would drip down into the glass, and that looked pretty good, except for the fact that you had to remember to make the ice, which takes twenty four hours, and then this takes twenty four hours. <laughs> like, it takes mm. a long time, and you have Spill. to have a clean towel. You can't like have shit going through. <laughs> Just have a towel, fill it with ice, and beat yourself around the head until it tastes good. But once you've got your cold <laughs> brew, go outside for a barbecue. <laughs> no, Luke, I refuse to talk about this topic I came up with. Yes, I think that the, I think that the most fun or inside. That we, I, yeah, well, let's talk. Let's talk about the possibilities. <laughs> I love a bit of carbon monoxide slash dioxide poisoning. Who doesn't? Um. Yeah, I think the best thing that we do is when we innovate and we create new good solutions for our families and the world. I think we come up with some amazing ideas. I think that we can take something, such as the barbecue, the humble barbecue, the great British pastime, although I was talking to some Americans recently and I was like, I feel like our barbecues are... Oh, our barbecues are way shit. I feel yeah. like, I feel like calling American <laughs> barbecue and British barbecue the same thing is like just doesn't make any sense. Sacrilege. No way. Those Americans, they know what they're doing. I feel like we just we're just like a burger on like it half cooked, and we're like that's probably yeah. Fine. Matt, could you describe this? Because as we said, eighty percent of our audience are Americans, and they don't that's they true. won't understand how shit this really is. So you describe <laughs> it as best you can, and they'll be like probably vomiting. If you are American and you're listening right now, get a bucket quick. Matt is about to there describe. There is a surprising to you. There is a surprisingly large amount of British traditions that are not really actually good. <laughs> like, you know, like we might be known for like pies and other things like that. And don't get me wrong, I love a good pie, but most of them are like corner shop things, like fish and chips, like greasy just fish and chips and stuff like that. It's like what? it's not like we're known for. You mean like uh, how... pizza or pasta or something from a bit of finesse? You to mean it. it's like yeah? Well, it's, it's kind of like oh, you know. Italy is known for its amazing pizza and pasta or whatever, and they meet. Yeah. France is really known for calling its... it quiz, calling it British cuisine. Yeah, German, is a bit of a German's stretch. Got isn't like it? its meat, and France has got like its bread and things like that. And it's like Line. 
we have things, but they're never, oh, it's the best. It's no. just yeah. like we've got it, and it's. It's I usually guess it's there's ours. something <laughs> up, like the British English breakfast, British breakfast, or whatever you call it, a big breakfast, a fry up. <laughs> yeah, like when you actually eat, when the idea of it to a British person seems great, but when you actually eat it, you're like I don't know, I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's all just nostalgia. <laughs> like the only reason why we like all this shit as much as we do is just nostalgia, just being like, ah, oh, I remember when I used to get fish and chips. Blah, 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 blah. I used to think we never the corn. Chips were amazing. Went to Australia. Turns out they actually fry them over here. I don't know what they do. I think they just like leave them in an oily, greasy, horrible mess, and then they yeah. give them to you, and they say, "Oh, did you want some more grease on top?" Because in Australia they actually were nice, crunchy, not floppy, saggy sacks of oil. Gah. Belgium, Belgium. Tim slathering at the mouth there. <laughs> well, this like, like yeah. From Blackpool, <laughs> there's like two dividing camps. There's the type that want the kind of seaside slop that's just, no, I don't like that. Not but good I'm, enough for I'm a seagull. Firmly not of a camp that you're on about. That's the, the, the crisp. I like I like them in Australia. They were good. And in Australia, they also have chicken salt, I think they call it. I don't know if chicken it actually salt. had chicken in it. It was just like. Chicken salt. Yeah, like, I think it might also be known as like kosher salt or something like that. It's like just extra herbs and spices in it and it was pretty good on chips and that was like okay. what they did not, See, not even... salt and vinegar when so you have salt saying... and vinegar who the fuck puts salt and vinegar on anything sick bastards <laughs> yeah Jesus <laughs> they're wrong with everybody in this country this is what I mean go on Matt's gotta dis- <laughs> we've amped this up now you've gotta now describe uh, sorry I've gotta make some British bread barbecue. whilst you guys do that what what are you doing I um made, made bread yeah can that go on a barbecue I'm actually. I yeah. actually am having a barbecue later. This is why it's important. What do you need to do to it? Well, I've got dough, so I was making buns. Um, you, I'll make buns. You keep going. Oh, but no, I'm way more interested <laughs> in what you're doing. I'm making buns. There's <laughs> my pan. Luke's, Luke's make. Luke's making bread. <laughs> That's mm, just smells good. That isn't smell really it. a pan. Smell it. It smells good. That knocking noise you heard is the. Uh... The warden coming along, Luke's cell for his mental asylum. <laughs> this is all in his head. Get back in there! <laughs> hey, that's that's contraband. <laughs> what the dough? How did you even make a fresh bread in prison? <laughs> Where did you get yeah, that? Flour. Flour's fucking contraband at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> eBay, £300. Basically, on, Matt. so right. we, well, we've we've established now that although we physically have things we call barbecues, they are mm-hmm. they are they, usually they are, a metal we, tin. We should be ashamed of them, basically. Yeah. <laughs> In um, Australia, we had a uh, a big gas barbecue thing, and it made really good food. But then I always question, like, what's the point? I this is someone needs to answer this for me, right? As well. <laughs> this is a shout out. Yeah. This is I'm using this podcast today to get my questions answered. Right. Somebody, if you're listening, tweet in and let me know because I need people go out and buy these big gas barbecues. But if you're cooking something on gas but just outside, is it any different from just cooking it on a grill in your kitchen? Does I think it you can get things for like them a to, in some way? I think you can get like coals for it. So then it does mm. make it taste like... But then, I think part of the point is also, with barbecues, to get food poisoning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is my favourite bit. 
So by having gas, you can more accurately undercook all the food for your family and friends. Well, let's just, I think... <laughs> is the answer. We've got, a, we've got a foundation. Let's just improve on it. Yep. I haven't made hot dog buns before. Hot dog buns. Are you having hot dogs? Uh, sort of. Shroom dogs. Sweet mushroom is not, not, no meat. Is that where you just left the hot dog on the out in the sun for a bit? <laughs> oh, there was a rat last night. Might put oh, that on the barbecue. Oh, That's yeah. a Shrek specialty. You put the rat on the barbecue. <laughs> I will do. So where can uh, we, I found, I found yeah. a massive hole in, in the fence as well, so I know exactly where it came from. All right, Matt, you set a timer now. for 50 minutes. Me set a timer? Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Okay, cool. I'm not, not going <laughs> to do that. I'm not, I'm not your Alexa. Tim's froze. Have I? Oh, no. I think he's just he losing just, the will just... to live. <laughs> went praying mantis thinking. style on us and just went... <laughs> and I was just having a kind of like... He just rolled dough, and I don't know if he needs to then use his mouse. How's he going to do it? And I was like, he's wiping it on his hands, and I was just kind of watching. <laughs> just wiping <laughs> it all over the grease. Observing. How are we going to improve the ba the barbecue situation that we have? But I don't want to just make it. I don't want to just copy other countries. No. Look, you're telling me Australia is great. I'm sure I'm, it is. Well, I'm, sure I'm saying is, that they but... do gas. They're, that's their that's their like thing. In okay, America, well, they have massive, can... massive bins of like charcoal and they burn they like, like alpine wood and smoke certain different mm. like I've animals lots of video <laughs> i've seen lots of videos of like yeah smokers and like how they it sounds delicious but it does i'm not here to do delicious <laughs> and koreans do I, it differently as well so maybe we could start there what instead what fuel source would be better mm. than what we're currently using actually what fuel source is. is not good petrol <laughs> I thought, mm. hmm, oh, there's a can of petrol over there. Just, this barbecue's taking ages to get ruining. I'll just, just a little drop. I did like a teaspoon. Oh, God. Yeah, it got the it got the barbecue going. I bet that tasted fantastic. Everything tasted <laughs> had this like aromatic taste of car. If you're a, <laughs> if you're if a you're petrol a... head, yeah, you'll love it. A little, just a, a dash, just a dash of petrol. <laughs> Does not end wow. well for anyone. Yeah, let's do that. What's worse than petrol for that kind of shit? Mm, don't know. What I like um, do now like, to get my... Like, oh, I know what's worse. Human hair. <laughs> uh, <huh. laughs> yeah, just... maybe. Can we start a bonfire of human hair? One of the problems with petrol wanna... is that it, when it gets on your fingers, you can't not get it off. Like, it just smell, your fingers I mean, smell for ages. Diesel. Yeah. Everyone Gas, I know. Whatever you call it. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Right. Everyone I know is shaving their heads because they're stuck inside and there's no uh, there's no barbers. Tim's well, looking a bit. Your hair Tim's, now, look, Tim's like... looking a bit shaggy. Tim looks like. I don't want everyone to look like cut. me. I've not shaved in two months, maybe. Therefore, the best. The, My beard doesn't. Grow. What 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 else do we have in such abundance than old human hair to get sensitive good, documents to get a good flavor going? Children, they're too loud. Yes, Bored. actually, you know. I know you say that as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. How many children would it take to start a barbecue? One of the uh, other good things about putting your children on a barbecue is, like, supper. Like, you know, after dinner, meal, chard. 
<laughs> the more children you burn, the less children you have to feed. Yeah. It's like a Also if if social services is listening to me, please don't come around. Put them on. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on as well. Anyone who comes around to my house that I don't like is going on that barbecue. So we we don't put petrol on things. I don't think we can use a flamethrower, despite the fact that being like the obvious way of making a barbecue. I actually uh, can't be asked using like matches and stuff on a barbecue anymore. What I do is I get my um, uh, blowtorch, like the kitchen blowtorch, and yeah. go to town on that uh, on them coals, and it always, yeah. I've always liked Skip the, idea the twenty having... minute thing. <laughs> twenty minute idea, wait. That's for losers. <laughs> this is the why you are so impatient with your coffee as well. <laughs> I always like the idea of having a kitchen blowtorch, but I've never owned one. They're really made, good. I never really made a fun. creme brulee. I tried making creme brulee, and it was good. I found what we need. Hydrogen sulfide. Oh. A relative <laughs> common compound found in many natural occurrences. Hydrogen sulfide is responsible for the foul, rotten egg smell you find in many places, <laughs> including geysers, mm. <laughs> natural hot springs, and swamps. It's highly poisonous. <laughs> Tick one. And flammable. Tick two. What more do you need? Uh, yeah. Tim, this sounds perfect. You found it. It does. It really does. Makes a very dangerous compound in addition to the horrible smell. That's perfect. Perfect. That's basically what I was asking for. A very dangerous compound with a horrible smell. Could we do... I'm just going to make another proposal. I mean, you'll have to beat that. (laughs) Is it hydrogen? Or is it helium? Which one of those ones is the dangerous one you don't put in balloons? (laughs) Hydrogen, I think, right? That's the one that they... Oh, yeah, 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 because it was the airshipy style yeah. things. That... Yeah. And it blew up. So if you put your sausage on a stick, hobo style, and you hold it in front of this balloon that's full of hydrogen, and someone yeah. just pokes it and it explodes, like, instant. Like, if you want if you want the quickest way of cooking food, explosions, dynamite. But, <laughs> I uh... just imagine... It's like, a, you know, when you have, like, family fireworks at home, and you just, like... <laughs> There's there's like a whole pile of fireworks over there, and then like dad or whoever runs over and sets fire to it, and then runs away, and you all hide and wait for them to go off. It's like that, but it's just a big pile of sausages and burgers. And you've Americans got some might not get that either. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all cowering behind the camping chairs, waiting for it to go off, and then you have to like catch them midair. Is that what it's like in America? Because they can get bigger fireworks, can't they? We get like these. We get party poppers essentially and light them. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had fireworks at home in a very long time. I've really gone off the yeah. idea. I think it's they're really stupid. disappointing when you get them. I agree. I think you it's like Merlin hates loads. Them. It's, well, it's like uh. having having like had a dog as well. It's kind of like you could have fireworks at home where they're rubbish, really dangerous if you get them wrong, and also freak out all the dogs in the neighbourhood. You're or selling you them to me, go, by the way. Or you could <laughs> go. Or you could go. Or you could go to an actual display. Where they'll be amazing, and you don't have to do anything other than just get turned yeah. up and watch them. And there'll also be cheesy '90s music, yeah, like goes something like, yeah, just like that. Sounds good. I agree. Combining Luke's idea, explosion. What happens if we just had little mini airshipy style things, and they hovered above your head, and we gave you your food on sticks? Yeah. And you had to jump up and do it. And maybe you got your food cooked instantly, which would be great. But the more likely situation is you get burnt to death. 
Yeah, oh, which yeah, point also so great. You... you don't need to worry about the barbecue. If you had your <laughs> stick, things... if your stick was sharpened and on fire, you just have to yeah. jab the Poke thing, it. right? Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I already that's the solution to the problem that I've not even discussed. The <laughs> biggest problem with barbecues <laughs> is that there's always one person getting way too stressed. Oh, yeah. Yes, so now fact. we distribute it. Fact. Distribute In this country, usually, <laughs> usually everyone forgets that barbecues take like an hour because they're shit. Yeah. To like get warm. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, oh, I'm yeah. hungry. I'm going to start a barbecue. And then everyone in the house is like, I hate you. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm going to murder you in your sleep whilst you sleep whilst you wait to cook this fucking food. And then you're like, right. Okay. I guess that's why a gas one is good, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think. Already. I mean, there obviously are advantages to it. I just agree that part of the barbecue experience is that things should taste like they've been on a barbecue. They should, yeah. be, they should be completely burnt. I guess. Outside. Unless you just want flame grilled. I guess so. But yeah. I think you want it to taste really good, like like smoky, dirty shit. <laughs> I got that. Barbecue of, now. You were just saying about how long it takes the barbecue to get set up. It also takes a very long time to cool down afterwards. Which oh is yeah, a bit longer. In fact, it, <laughs> Once takes, like... it takes t- an hour to warm up, <laughs> so you can have it barely hot, and then it takes like four hundred hours for it to cool down. But what I noticed was we got like a little. Um... I've never spent a lot of money on a barbecue. I don't know if that's why. Maybe it's maybe they're better if you actually pay money. But we bought like a little, um, a little one, which is meant to be. It's advertised as like a travel camping one or whatever. I don't know. So it's like a little fold-out thing. You just fill it with some coals and then it's whatever. But all of the advertising and stuff is like, oh, take it on a picnic and then yeah. carry it home. And I'm like, no, because it'll be I mean, that's it'll be a million. It'll be degrees. crazy, crazy hot. <laughs> You're there like, yes. oh, we're done with the barbecue. It's like, ah, just like a little burning on briefcase. You throw it in the they back just of your car. They want to brand you. <laughs> they want their brand on your body. They should throw show the like, video afterwards of like the car being the satellite whilst you're driving home. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was that amusing. I can't believe the. I, they, I presume they're the small portable ones, but the hill near me went to hill. They had all the fire slash shit, and I think they've started it. Again. I cannot believe the amount of dipshits that were going up there, and even though there was fires that people were trying to put out, they were like, I'm going to have a barbecue. <laughs> like, what can fucking scientists <laughs> was like, oh yeah, this is a good idea. Maybe they were like, well, there's already fire up there. I'm going to go mm. put my fire I on think, top yeah. of that fire. I'm fighting fire with fire, literally. <laughs> Whoa. What's the point of setting your barbecue knobs. up when the hillside's already done the job for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just take your sausage on a stick. Yeah. If you sit patiently at the top of the hill, you'll eventually get a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've solved the fuel problem. I am a bit yes. upset that we've not managed to use the really stinky fuel. Can we combine that in there somehow? No, but that is the same mm. stuff, I think. Oh, yeah, and I'd so... imagine all of those solutions smell. Great. <laughs> so you've got, your, you've got your mini explosion that might kill you, or it might cook mm. your sausage and make it smell like rotting. I mean, yeah. on the plus side, you also get the the free fireworks, as it were. Like, you get a free yeah. show. You do. Get a little this is all part of the experience. So that's a pretty good... I'm happy with that setup. I think, if anything, <laughs> that makes us a bit more unique than all these other countries doing it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But that's now the British to, way. Do we... So <laughs> could do we you need... imagine... Sorry. Could <laughs> you just imagine being like a, an international group of people and you're like, oh yeah, barbecue's great on it. And then the rate's explain it like this and they're like, why the fuck would you not just do it like any of the other ways that we've described it? 
we've come up with these perfect ways that are actually really enjoyable. Yeah, and we're just trying to defend it. But it's instant. Yeah, but you might die. <laughs> but it's instant. That's what makes it taste better. And it smells. But it's instant. <laughs> the smell is part of it. Come on. Yeah. The thing that makes it taste better is you get to eat it in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> once you get past, once you've eaten uh, like five sausages, you really start to not notice the taste of raw eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe we could own it into the whole kind of joke of that our summers last five minutes, and we don't have time for things to warm up because it always rains. So we had to come up with this. Yeah, Perfect. did I tell you I tried to make my own why? fuel using coffee before? You own fuel? Yeah, for for fires, okay. uh, um. you can you can buy um, coffee briquettes, and so someone's already come with it. Already, like successfully made. Reused coffee grounds. Briquettes don't sound like a thing. It's just the shape, I think, of like the barbecue. Briquettes sound like oh, an yeah. enemy type oh, of yeah. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring in the briquettes. Um, but so it was coffee grounds, and then a bunch of other shit. But it was really difficult. And then <laughs> basically, I can't remember exactly what was in it. Um. It was like coffee grounds, corn flour, and limestone, or something like that. Lime? Something something like that. You mix all that up. But actually, I found that it didn't work. And <laughs> I like the idea that you're like, oh, I've got all this leftover coffee. I want to be, yeah. you know, be eco-friendly. I want to save some money. I'll make some fuel out of it. Turns yeah, out, biofuel. It turns out that to turn your coffee into fuel, you have to, like... Put, get loads of other ingredients mm. that you've like had yes. to, that are expensive, yeah. and also you're probably like killing the planet more because it's like definitely to, to make this coffee. That's how into, recycling works. It's in like, general, to right? make this coffee into <laughs> fuel, first go and buy some petrol. Pour to it make over the six coffee. briquettes, and it takes a week for it to dry the fuck out. <laughs> so it's not like uh, I thought. Oh yeah, we'll have a barbecue this weekend, and then I started doing it on like uh, the Thursday, and then I was like, this is not going to be dry on this weekend. You're like, so, oh, if only I, I, I. It's okay, we can dry it off. I just need to start a small fire with these other actual fuel sources that I bought. I eventually and went to burn them, my coffee. and and it just they basically just smoldered forever. They did not burn. Smoldered. But when you actually buy the actual coffee briquettes, they obviously have like two percent coffee in it. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely bullshit. Um, the recipes I followed didn't work. And the guy who actually did it in the YouTube video at the end, he like has like half a bag of regular coal things, and then he puts his like three on, shows you that they burn, and <laughs> they then I realized fire. afterwards that he's done that, but for no reason, <laughs> other than to waste his own time. <laughs> and Coffee now mine successfully. On Amazon. <laughs> ah, so don't don't bother with that. Yeah, definitely do the explodey bit. Bio bean Bio. coffee heat logs. 16 per pack. Let's guess how much these will be. 20. How many in a pack? I was going to say 22.99. Is that actually what it says there? Because you said a really oddly specific price. <laughs> well, it was oddly specific. <laughs> it's wrong, though. Uh, 16 per pack. 16 per pack. 50 quid. <laughs> what's, your, what's your answer, Matt? I think £2 per briquette. So 32. Don't make me do maths, you bella. <laughs> Luke did it, it's fine. He's got his degree. <laughs> what was it? 32, he said. I said 50. 
It is £12.86. Tim wins. Bargain. Do I? You said £22.99. You were the lowest. (laughs) Still off. Turns out we're we're suckers. We'll (laughs) pay fortune for these shoes. They should really up their price because we would have paid that. (laughs) But then what's a bag of, uh, you know, um, fossil fuels? How much does that cost? Two quid? Well, kindling happens to be in the... uh... Yeah, it's cheap. Kindling's a tenner. Yeah, fossil fuels are anyway, cheap. I think so dynamite's meant to be cheap too. You also probably get like to be, hydrogen's probably dead cheap, right? You also get to like have that fun feeling that you're like burning an old dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, much better than cow farts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. screw those cows. Stop farting on my barbecue. Ah, oh, could we just get a cow to fart on the meat? Set fire to it. <laughs> yeah. How about we barbecue a whole cow? We fill it up with a gas and then cook it from the inside. Oh my god, this is the best. <laughs> Link, you think you've actually think bring it reached... in on a, a piece of string, this cow that's just like floating, big fat massive balloon cow floating by on a piece of string. Well, you're describing like a, an explosive cow pinata. <laughs> yeah. You all, you all beat it with fiery sticks. You tell everyone, pick up your um, burger bun bat thing, hold it in the air above your head and just wait. And then it'll just splat all over you everywhere, but and then just clap them together, eat. <laughs> what do you want? I think that's pretty good. I like the I like I mean I don't like the idea, it sounds horrific. <laughs> I enjoy the I I like the solution. There are other things to a barbecue though, I wanted to who we yeah, discuss. Think, discuss. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> what did you have something in mind specifically you wanted to talk about? Um I wouldn't whether we wanted to talk about the food and the drinks, or whether we yeah. wanted to talk about the like atmosphere. Well, things. the food, the the food that we're going to cook was going to be the next thing I was going to talk about, but I don't well, know if let's uh, do that we've one already then. we've already we've already suggested a whole cow. Whole cow. <laughs> Is there other whole cow animals done. we could do? Well, what right? So I've not said this before because I've been a vegan since Christmas, so I'd rather not actually have a cow. <laughs> I did not know that. No, I'm not really bothered telling anybody because I don't want to be that guy. But on this show, it seems a little bit. I wondered if I could get a solution. This is no, this is good because this will give us a bit more to talk about in terms of what we can achieve. Not strict vegan, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like I still eat meat though. <laughs> I still eat. I still eat exploded cow. Like, oh, right, okay. I wouldn't pass that up. <laughs> no, just more that like. Uh, it's really difficult when you look at the back of them. Some some things have like milk in that you wouldn't think had milk in. And mm. like I'm not strict in that. Like uh, some things don't say they're vegan because they've been done in a factory with like that also does meat and dairy. So they can't say it's vegan because there might be uh, contamination. Is your whole family doing it, or just you? Well, because I do the shopping, my whole family does it. <laughs> <laughs> How? What? What was there? Was there a reason? What did you fancy it? Well, I had some milk the other day. Um, because uh, we've been getting like these care packages things, although we've told them to stop because now we can get delivery. Mm. <laughs> and they said they can't do like dietary requirements, but they always sent like a carton of milk. So I didn't want to just chuck it away. And like the past week, my guts have been stinking so bad. <laughs> so obviously, like my body started getting used to like not having this like milk and stuff. And then quite quickly, it didn't take very long for milk to make me feel horrible. Which was odd because I never felt bad before having milk. <laughs> what was what was it that made you start in the first place? Uh, 
most people probably the same thing watching the Game Changers documentary. <laughs> uh, on that, there was it. a bit it. where this guy... My family has a history of like heart problems, but they're usually quite old when they have them. And they were talking about health and stuff, and a lot of people, it seemed, as well as I had a look on their research, they, sh- they cite everything on their website. Um, and I'd look at like the heart things, and there was massive, uh, like reversing quite a lot of cholesterol-related problems for heart stuff. And so I was like, it can't hurt to do it. And then I found I started getting really into cooking again because now I had to like reinvent how I cook everything. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So I suddenly got very excited about doing it anyway. So it kind of yeah, for me it was it worked out all right. Cool. Uh, it was hard so getting rid of cheese. I'm more tempted now than I was like five years ago because. Mm. Stuff's getting better and better and better, right? Yeah, yeah. And most of the stuff I go on, it's like, yeah, I'd be happy. Like, I order quite a lot of vegan stuff. I think yeah. and it just comes up because it's just nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it that's is. The, that's the thing. Like, when I've more recently, like you say, there's been loads more stuff in restaurants. And I'm the kind of person who gets bored, bored of stuff really quickly. So if I go and there's something new and interesting and it's they're like, oh, they're like, oh, we've got this new vegan thing. And I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'll try that because I'm not just going to get like a boring old burger again. This yeah. thing looks, sounds interesting, and yeah, like a lot of the time, it's really nice. I think people, you can do kind of crazy, interesting stuff with vegetables. Who knew? I don't know how <laughs> yeah. we're going to blow something up, though. No, maybe we could bioengineer. Like, what's the what's the term for uh, making like really big <laughs> fucking uh, vegetables? I like genetically modified. Yeah, I oh, like. Shit. You know, they made how... a really big one of those. I'm thinking like a hoofing bell pepper. <laughs> Yeah. And then you could blow that up. Because you do them on barbecues, right? You chop. Yeah. yeah. Well, later I'm having uh, peppers and aubergines. And we got some, trying out some. Although I've tried every single, like I said, we're having the shroom dog. I've tried every single vegan sausage and they're disgusting. Yeah. So we'll see if these are, these are meant to be really good according to the internet. Are you, have, you, have you tried making your own sausage? Yeah, it was really bad. But we do make bean burgers and Willa makes them and she loves them. So. Oh, bean burgers. Oh, I like bean burgers. They're amazing. But the, so the, these bean burgers is uh, I got a recipe book called Bosch, and they're these two chef guys that make these really good recipes. Um, and the bean burgers, uh, we we do red kidney beans, but they say black beans. But that's just because we didn't have any, and the shops didn't have any. Uh, rice, um, and then uh, sweet potato, or we do butternut squash because it's cheaper and you get more of it. And then you sort of mash it all together. And they say, like, blend it up into a paste. And I don't really like doing that. It's actually quite nice just eating it. <laughs> mm. a bit and it's really tasty with, like, herbs and spices and all that. I forget that one I used to get quite a lot that was near where we used to work. It was like a spicy bean burger. I can't remember where that was from. It's probably Dockyard. But that was class. I really want a bean burger. The other thing about most <laughs> vegetables is you can pretty much eat them raw. You can't eat m- many meats raw, and the meats you can <laughs> yeah. eat raw, most people don't enjoy them. I mean, I do love a raw steak, but like a rare, should I say? <laughs> but uh, most other meats, I wouldn't really want to eat. But now I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> and you can like, you don't need to worry about uh, like I don't, I, I don't think I've thrown anything out since swapping, and my uh, weekly shops have gone down by thirty quid a week, so. Save money actually by just not eating one of the products that I would normally <laughs> buy. You can also turn your fridge up, apparently, so which I've done because you don't need to. You need the meat to be at like one degree or whatever in the fridge. 
but the fruits and vegetables don't really need that. They just need to be chilled, so you can just do yeah, it. Yeah. You can just heat it back up, and then the fridge doesn't need to work as hard. You save more money. There's like loads of odd benefits that you wouldn't think about. <laughs> to be fair, I've set my fridge to, I think, I can't remember if I put it on before, but I set it off whatever the, the recommended beer temperature. So I'm probably just poisoning myself. <laughs> yeah, <I think. laughs> and, then, and then the other thing for me that has uh, oddly kind of worked, but I'm not contributing that to my plant-based diet, is uh, I've lost two stones since Christmas. And I mean, I've been going, well, until now, I was going to the gym every day as well and like uh, increasing that quite a lot. So I can actually lift my own body weight above my head now, which I wasn't able to. I was like barely able to lift up the uh, Mars bar to my face. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, yeah, that game changer thing just kind of made me think, rethink some stuff. And I found out it was actually very easy to do all that stuff. So that so that there you go. That's cool. <laughs> I wasn't going to say cool. anything because I don't really feel like I needed to. But for the barbecue, <laughs> it's interesting though. Mm. I think the thing that um, the thing that uh, or the one thing that I find a bit weird about um, all the vegan stuff that's happening in like restaurants and stuff is how many companies and places are trying to like recreate meat in a vegan way. Yeah, I, I hate that. Just, like, I can't stand that. I yeah. kind of just like why not just make a nice thing with vegetables? I don't care if mm. it's like fake bleeding. Whatever. Just, it's yeah. like, <laughs> just I don't. It doesn't have to be like a sausage. Sausages, when you think about them, aren't always that great. <laughs> like, no. just come up with a nicer vegetable thing. But maybe yeah. using that same, like they've used science or whatever to make it like a burger bleed, even when it's a vegetable. So why maybe we could make a vegetable uh, be full of this explosive gas, even though it doesn't need to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you'd still be able to cook it. Right. I'm happy now. Yeah, I can be a vegan at barbecue now. Yeah, <laughs> you guys get your meat exploded all over your face, which does sound delicious. I'll go over here and get uh, these rotten vegetables exploded all over my face. Well, why don't you? Why don't we make it like that? It's all propaganda to make everyone switch to being vegan, <laughs> and you have you can have meat and it explodes and almost kills you, or you can have the vegetables over there that you just have to deal with them being raw. Yeah. The the hardest part about being vegan is cheese, because. Yeah. I was there gonna is say cheese and no pasta. Good. I think would kill me. I've spent a huge amount of money looking for vegan cheese. So I've tried every single thing that I could find, and it, they're all disgusting and vile. There's no way you can make them taste any good. Ugh. And and so I just cut cheese out, and I haven't actually missed it. But it was one of those things that I used to go through like 500 kilograms a week. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I would miss cheese quite a bit. And the rest. Willow one of those. would get upset quite a lot. Like we'd have pasta. And she would be like, where's the cheese? And we're like, oh, no, we've run out, Willow. And she would just start crying. But now she doesn't ask, because she knows it's not there. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, it feels like one of... <clears throat> yeah, because I'd really miss the cheese, so I don't know if it'd be like... If you could still get some of the benefits if you did if you did all of it, but then still had cheese, or whether you have to like give it all up for it to actually make a difference. I found that first, just before Christmas, like uh, uh, November, I pretty much went vegetarian. Uh, uh, except, like, I would have a little bit of meat every now and then. But then, uh, like, once every two weeks or something. But then I was still having cheese and stuff. And then the moment I got rid of the cheese, my gut went from, like, it was never bad, but then suddenly my gut felt really nice and just happy. 
I could really tell the difference on my gut. <laughs> and I didn't think I was lactose intolerant. And now after having it, after not having it for several months, uh, having just like a pint of milk and suddenly going like explosive everywhere, <laughs> I suddenly feel like I must have been Sounds like you're like, getting ready for the secretly barbecue. lactose. Yeah, exactly. Purge. <laughs> and then it's time for the barbecue. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, so yeah, maybe we could add a, a, a new step into the barbecue process. You have to have you have to completely empty your body before yeah. you come to this barbecue. You have to detox. You go On to the, the milk detox thing, tent I quite like the uh, <laughs> the oat milk stuff. Oh, I love oat milk. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I don't like think it. you two probably weren't around, but they say like it's three pound for a coffee at Grindsmith. They made it so that it was seventy p. They basically paid for like 90% of your drink or something for yeah. a whole week to get people into oat milk and I was like yep I love it I I'm love it I love it uh, and then just got into it really yeah this, it. there's um Oatly is my favourite brand of oat milk yeah and they do a barista Oatly so you can actually steam it up it's not as good yeah but it is pretty good so it's not like That's that was something I was worried that I'd miss out on is making like lattes and stuff at home but I can still do it and like I think it's great not as good, but actually, I really like black coffee anyway, so I wasn't too fussed about that. But I was like, they spend all this money just to get a steam wand. I feel like I have to use it, <laughs> and and now that I can have um ninety percent cocoa hot chocolate and turn my face into a bitter horrible mess, <laughs> or uh, that's the other thing. Like you forget you can't have chocolate. Well, you can, mm. but it has to be either really dark chocolate or. Uh, I found this like white chocolate at uh, Sainsbury's, and it's really nice, but it's really sweet. <laughs> Clearly, had to make oh, it really I guess sweet. What percentage would it have to be for dark chocolate? It have to be ninety. Well, it's like as dark as you can. The only reason why the dark chocolate's like ninety percent is because the rest of it's like water, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever it takes to mix it up so that it's not a hundred percent cocoa. Because over seventies, that's when you get health benefits, right? I think so. so. You just have to, you just have to look at the back and see that it doesn't say uh, milk on the back. Yeah, ninety percent dark chocolate, ten percent just sweeping. I think that's partly why, though, I lost quite a lot of weight quite quickly. Is because almost immediately I was like, "Well, I can't have any eggs," which means I can't have any cakes. Can't have any ice cream, and I can't have any chocolate. Do you not miss? Well, I do love making cakes now that I've worked out how to make them without eggs, and they're actually really good. How do you do it? It's just uh, uh, most of the recipes say use vinegar, which I think is actually not the right solution. (laughs) Sounds disgusting. Yeah, basically, you need an acid with bicarb soda so that it uh, chemistry makes it chemical reaction makes it uh, grow, and it's really good. But I use lemon, and that acid seems to be pretty good, or orange, or whatever you know, citrus thing, as opposed to cider vinegar, because then you get this like horrible aftertaste of vinegar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when they tell you to do that for things like poached eggs. Yeah. I was trying to find something else because it's like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's partly why. Because then I'd go out with people or whatever, and then be like, oh, I can't have dessert. There's no dessert option yeah. that is good enough for me. Uh, so I'll just not have dessert, and I'm fine with that. And then I think that's partly why I lost a ton of weight quickly, because I was just I had essentially cut out tons of sugar. But now I'm eating lots now that I've worked how to make it, so... <laughs> so, yeah. And you just saw me make um, some buns. 
So you press in those buttons. Yeah. And I made pastry the other day. What do you put? How do you do that? Just oil and flour. What do you sub? Doesn't there isn't there supposed to be loads of butter or something in pastry? Though? Yeah. Oil and flour oil works really well. But then the other thing about doing oil and flour is you don't need to put it back in the fridge and wait like a couple of hours because it doesn't like harden. Like that's the problem with butter. It melts. So when you roll it out, you just get like this whole horrible crumbly mess and it all breaks up because it's all melted. But with the oil, uh, it can't melt and it also can't then un it can't solidify any further, so you can just use it straight away. <laughs> so we can chuck a couple I'm of pies in there. Can you barbecue a pie? I've never thought I think about that. So. Or maybe we just wrap the barbecue up in a pie case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a pie fe- feels like another thing that you could easily make explode. Yes. So. Yeah. So what about, now we've spoken about, basically, <laughs> like I'm happy a... with eating anything as long as it explodes. <laughs> with a pie, I'm just imagining it have like a little fuse into the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, like drinks? Yeah. Drinks. Is there a problem that you want to solve? We covered coffee? drinks at the beginning. All you're having is cold coffee. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do love a good cold brew, but there is only so much Willow can drink before it's bad. <laughs> and that's any amount. <laughs> that's none. <laughs> the other what day did you... I did... I did. Um, I, I had coffee, and I, I mixed some sugar in with a spoon, and then... I, re- I didn't realise I'd reused the same spoon for Willow's breakfast, and she was really hyper, and then I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that, has that actually done it? Has it, I couldn't, like, has the trace amounts of coffee on that say, spoon? Surely, like, surely that looks such a little amount wouldn't have made a difference. I don't know, she was extra hyper, and she had <laughs> regular breakfast. It was like, yeah. Don't know. I think it depends, like, some people that aren't. Like I, I always used to giggle when um the I used to work in an ice cream shop. I think we've mentioned this at least once before. And you'd give some little old people a big pot of rum and raisin, and you'd see them have a bit of a kick in the step sort of thing. Yeah, I wonder. Like, so we've talked a lot about doing lots of pointless things yourself that could quite easily be done in a factory or something. So could yeah. you decaffeinate your own coffee? Yeah. Apparently, how that would work. You just put in essentially what you're doing is you put in an an enzyme that breaks down the caffeine. Uh, I think that's how they. But how do you then extract that bit? I don't know exactly because they do it scientifically. They don't do it like it's not like they buy a bottle of enzymes and pour that in. (laughs) (laughs) Just like just spit on it. (laughs) Sneaky. Essentially, they chuck something in that breaks down the caffeine. Some sort of enzyme, I think. I'm sure you can get it off eBay. And then when they just heat it, dry it out, grind it up, then you've got no caffeine. This is all dead. Yeah. That's how they get the lactose out of milk as well. They stick an enzyme in and it just breaks down the lactose. They don't actually go in and get like a toothpick and pick out the lactose. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember having seeing a demonstration of how they make... You have to buy... If you want to buy milk for your cat, you're supposed to buy this like special milk. Because right. apparently regular cow's milk is... They're like all cats are lactose intolerant or something, despite what you know cartoons tell you. <laughs> so uh, you're meant to yeah. buy special cat milk, and the way they do that is so the same way they make uh, like I guess milk for lactose intolerant people. They just filter it through a thing that's got that's covered in slimy enzymes, and then it 
Delicious. Apparently, humans don't Slimy. actually have the enzymes to break down like like any human doesn't. It's just that quite most humans have an enzyme that can help break it down. But you're not a cow. Exactly. If we were all drinking boob juice, not only is that vegan, but um, <laughs> human boob juice, I mean, then does uh, it, why does that count as vegan? It's not vegan because you can get permission from the humans to have their milk. I mean, it is vegan because yeah, you can get permission. Yeah. You can't go to a cow and get permission off of it. That doesn't change the that doesn't change the like health benefits. Though. You're not growing <laughs> a human just for the sole purpose of milking it. A human has doing, decided Luke. to take that job. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's assume that legally. <laughs> that human has decided to have the job of um, be a milk person. <laughs> Working in Tim's ice cream shop. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just starting to think of a future world where this becomes more of a norm. I don't, I don't think that will be. I'm not looking forward to our future. <laughs> I don't think that is a tenant of like veganism. I think you might be assuming some things about Luke's new lifestyle. No, no, no. But I just mean like it's not outside of the realm of possibility, though. Not anything's possible. I just want a crazy, crazy cocktail with my barbecue. How crazy? What do you want? Oh, yeah, let's make moonshine. What would be a bonus <laughs> during moonshine? Yeah, something that makes me black out just by sniffing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you when, know, uh, we had, we had a it's not a good on. night unless I can't see physically. <laughs> we had a barbecue on Friday. <laughs> I think we had a barbecue on Friday and Katie made frozen margaritas. Oh wow! Nice. Good. I think I told I've told you the story before. Today's Friday. I very much Today's doubt. Today's Saturday, that... Luke. <clears throat> ah, yeah, damn it. Today's Saturday. <laughs> I think I've told the story before, but it always makes me laugh, and it always reminds me. Just there was there was like a, a group of us, like two or three, at the end of uni. People had buggered off and gone on to different courses and split up and whatnot. But there's three of us, and one day he he didn't do particularly well, and he would have to retake some stuff. And then the last uh, week, we went out and got very, very drunk. And I just, and he's a big t- chap, same kind of size as me. I just remember leaning over, and I'd be like, how are you doing, mate? And he's like, Tim, 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 Tim. And then I was like, what's up, buddy? And he's like, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> and he's had about 15 JD and Coke to just completely forget everything about the year. He, he was the most hammered I think it's in anyone ever. But he still stood up. He was just like, I just can't say it. It's fine. <laughs> I can hear you. And I was like, and then it got worse because I was like, do you want do you want me to call your cab or I'll walk you home? You're only around the corner sort of thing. He's like, nah. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? And he's like, it'll be more it'll be more fun this way. And I was like, that, that's not my prime concern right now, but okay. Right. I, I got will have right. to go for Mel to do her thing. Yes, um, it's been a good. Uh, I hope you've I all enjoyed so. the uh, propaganda. Yeah, we've oh, nailed it. However, you have your barbecue, make sure it's explosive. However, you have your meat, make sure it explodes all over your face. <laughs> all we've vegetables. Now, we've now all and, converted to um, frozen margaritas. Hashtag no picture. <laughs> like uh, you know, you get to finish on a good. You're talking about exploding thing. meats, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening. Um, those three people who are still listening during the yeah. lockdown. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll uh, be back one day next week. See ya! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs>